3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: The donkeys, happy Monday. Junkies coming to you live on one hundred six seven, The Fan and the Team 980 here in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. Wherever you may be, you can take us on the go. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. Brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber? Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team today. We thank you for tuning in this Monday morning, February 5th, 2024. I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Eric Pickle. Morning. Morning. Johnny Cake Sawvilles here. Hello. Good morning, all. And Jason Bishop. John Paul. Morning. Good weekend. My weekend? Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Did you recover from Friday night? Yeah, I was fine. You got after it a little bit on Friday, didn't you? Yeah, I was feeling good. <laughs> you got after it. <laughs> Having fun. I don't know how many cocktails you had, but...
5: <laughs> I, know, I saw Probably pictures. I a four. sense that you had a few. I had a few. Mm-hmm. I saw pictures, and it looked like Jason had had a lot before. Like you were, pre-g- <laughs> were you pre-gaming? No. Did you get there early? No? Mm-mm. Just
6: while you were there? Zero pre-gaming. Got there right... I don't know. I got there at probably seven fifteen ish. Mm-hmm. Right. Went right down to the green room. Yep. Had, had a couple cocktails down there, and then we were on stage.
4: Yeah, I think a couple people were worried about you driving home, and you said that you're going to go home with Jonathan Allen on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I
6: said Jonathan Allen was going to call was going to drive me home. Right. No, I was fine.
4: I Had a big bottle of water. I was good. <laughs> what you um, hydrated
7: properly? It's good. You, you waited, made it home safely. You waited it out. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, thank you to everybody who came out okay. to 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980. It was sold out Packed at the Bethesda house. Theater. Mm-hmm. Seemed like so. it was a
5: great turnout. Everybody was happy. What was the? What was the? I was out of town, obviously. What was the 980 versus 106.7 element? That was just there how Really, really wasn't. Was. That was just, just how it was of, It's Called
7: branding. they are
6: just <laughs> yeah. branding the yeah. event. Okay. That's what that was. Okay. I mean, there was no sense. there was no contest or anything.
4: Plus, <laughs> yeah. what side are we on? Yeah. We're on both. I don't know. Um, did, so
5: did you guys just do like sort of as before you guys are just all on stage and then yep. did they throw some questions out at you? Had prepared shtick or what? Did one guy host it? No,
7: it was loose. It was a loose outline. We just kind of,
4: and you, you guys, guys were winging it.
7: A lot of that. I yeah. think there was a decent amount of that. There
4: was a lot. There were a lot of people on stage. Yeah. I think the last time we did it pre COVID, we broke it into smaller groups, right? This time it was just a bunch of donkheads. Yeah, yeah, sh- like Doc was there. Doc and, was yeah. there. Everybody from 980. And I'll be was, honest, if Cakes and Jason in? were on the other side when they were talking, I couldn't understand what you guys were saying. Like the audio for us on stage wasn't as good as for the people sitting in the yeah, stands.
6: Yeah, I couldn't hear anybody on stage. It was kind of tough. You couldn't? Not really. I mean, I it, could to an extent. Unless but it, it was Brian Mitchell sitting next to me, I could hear him. Uh-huh. But if JP was talking, I couldn't really hear him. Right. So that was kind of a snafu. Yeah, but the
7: audience—they seem to appreciate the content, even it though it, it was seemed a little garbled in these uh, hearing damage ears. How did uh, Danny? How did
5: Danny's stand up? Go. I think it he went pretty it. well. Took a shot at everybody, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Did I get a shot while I was? Gone? I'm sure that you did. You took I, a lot of yeah. shrapnel. <laughs> oh, I did for not being there.
4: I think maybe I don't know. Not a, not about you not
5: being there. No, I'm just saying the fact that I wasn't there it didn't hold anybody back. Oh no, 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 no. no.
7: nobody was spared. Yeah. That's, it was basically just a mini roast yeah. of, of all the personalities that what was what was
5: I listened to Danny as I was driving up he said he had one one sort of roast for every guy,
2: yeah, he went down the list, yeah, so there was nothing special about you not being there that you got extra roasting, yeah, he just didn't you just he probably didn't even know nation. you weren't <laughs> gonna be there I bet c k told him but maybe not so what what was my uh roast you remember? Um, uh not paying attention yeah. in politics politics. Oh, being stuck on <laughs> wacky websites and <laughs> things like that. <laughs>
5: Probably same once Danny's on, but that's Man. all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Look, I, just, I was,
4: I was uh, at a swim meet yesterday. Um, and then as my daughter finished up, they go into the, you know, women's locker room to change. She went with her mom and I put on the car and Doc Walker was on and they were playing some clips from, from, 106.7 The Fan versus Team nine eighty night. So, I'm wondering if we have any clips for the roast. We could always play it. not so know yeah, If you can find we, them later. We got them. Here, here's what we'll I do
7: s- know. Pull them up here. I know that it seemed like at least half of the people on stage, if not more, uh, all were doing zins during the show. Like JP Finley, Mike Barr, or, uh, Ryan Clary. I mean, every, I and, of course, everybody's offering me Zins. I was yeah. like, no. You just get. Please. You know what, my
4: buddy. Are you kidding me? My buddy people told People in the crowd were offering us Zins. <laughs> <Yeah>. This is <laughs> well, the man. first time I've seen Clary in person yeah. since the weight loss. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a yeah. totally yeah. different person. Quite a glow up for
7: him.
5: So my buddy was telling me, he, he listened to your bit, and yeah. he's one of these guys that, you know, the two upper deckers, you know, right. at night. Yeah. And he says, the difference is, and, and Mar's probably different. Probably most yeah. regular people are different, but. He says he doesn't, even though you're allowed to, he doesn't swallow the spit. Oh, He okay. still spits it out like regular dip. Okay. And he thinks that's what put you over the I'm edge. I'm sure that
7: was probably led mm. to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that was the case. And then Mike Maher had the audacity as we're walking out to ask me if I wanted to go out and hang out with him and Clary at the rooftop bar at the Marriott across the street. And I basically gave him the Heisman. And right. said, so there's <laughs> – I, I like you, but I'm not going out and staying out later than I'm already out. I
4: almost <laughs> went out. So when I was walking out – I did not almost go out. I was talking to a couple <laughs> listeners, and then Ben Standig was there yeah, and all Kevin Sheehan. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking out with them, and as we're walking out, they're like, do you want to go to Caddy's? and in that moment i was like for it yeah because it's right across the street yeah okay so i would have hung out for 15 minutes but then it was so cold outside
7: i'm so sure
4: it was so cold outside Sheen she went in to least. get his coat and i'm waiting outside for and like two dunk, minutes with the other guys bed, talking to ben standing for a couple minutes you know thanks for coming out and that sort of thing and then it was like three minutes past four minutes past and i said <laughs> Ben, sorry, yeah. I think I'm gonna dip out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. if she that had, had come back move. quicker with his coat, yeah. I might have hung Good out.
2: Good decision. But Sheen was definitely the biggest star of the night. Oh, I-, yeah. I didn't didn't have that thought going in necessarily yeah. or anybody he- was Post show, Post he was show? holding
7: court. Like yeah. there were like twenty people gathered around. It looked like a Super Bowl media day it really did. with like Patrick Mahomes. It was at his pretty lock. wild. <laughs> yeah.
5: That's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Kevin is pretty. I mean, he's got a lo- he's got a loyal group a loyal of, guys. of Commanders nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Very locked in on
4: uh, all things mm-hmm. Commanders. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I do sense. think though the biggest round of applause, like they introduced us one right. at a time. I don't know who went first. It was the junkies first. It was like Cakes, the JP, yeah. then Jason, whatever. The biggest round of applause. Now he was late; he was missing action. It was Doc Walker? Mm. Like when Doc Walker got on stage, sure. the place love exploded. Doc. They love Doc, and of course, yeah. B. Mitch. Yeah, yeah I mean of that's where you you realize the pecking order in right. life. Right, right. Yeah. We're of course. what does Cakes always say? We're right there with like carnival barkers. Yeah, carny barkers are at the <laughs> very bottom, yeah.
7: and then we're like a half rung up above them <laughs> a, as right. as radio lifers. It's kind of our lot in life. That's good.
5: I looked at the pictures too. It looked like some guys did drag their
7: wives. Some did. Yeah, there were actually some women in the
0: audience. Maybe, I was kind of shocked by
5: it. Probably 5%. Not a huge amount. Yeah. But I, I saw some in some of the pictures. They looked good. And then were they served dinner there? Because they were at tables. Uh, yes. They, they could
7: order food.
4: I mean, I didn't see food. like dinners, but I saw a lot of chicken wings a lot of drinks. and that sort of thing. I didn't right.
7: like Jay- Jason just flamethrowing <laughs> <laughs> the price of the drinks. Oh, yeah. The drinks. <laughs> Making me slap my knee. <laughs> it wasn't the cheapest bar in Bethesda. Hey, they got to make their night. You had to buy your yeah. own
5: drinks. You didn't get hooked. No, no. He, no here,
7: I mean... the, here's the to peel back the curtain. Right, Jason yeah. arrives and he's like, "Where's the liquor at? Downstairs." Yeah.
2: Right.
6: <laughs> I wanted a, I wanted a pregame, and there was not there was Guinness. Right. There That's was Guinness and Heineken yeah. in, a, in a
7: fridge, and then eventually somebody that worked for the theater came down and took drink orders, and then brought said drinks to people. Right. You know, to hang
6: out. Well, before that. <laughs> what's the guy's name that got the drink heavy well, metal he, chris heavy metal chris went to the bar and ordered a drink for me yeah and it's he came right. back he, he said he goes they charged me 45 dollars for the drink you're kidding i said what I think it was
7: for two drinks actually i think it was oh two no no drinks, this is what still, happened it was a lot
6: he's he actually ordered me a vodka and coke
7: all right <laughs> what i've actually had that before
6: yeah it's not horrific and i said i've had that before I, i'm not drinking vodka and coke <laughs> Go ahead. So he took back. I'm not even a big drinker but that. Sounds a like a face, nasty face when he, that, combo. he goes, "I'm sorry." He tried to play it off.
7: He tried to play it off, but you could tell the, the look of extreme disappointment on Jason Bishop's I said, face. I'm not, I'm not a vodka.
6: You didn't coca. try it? No. Now he passed it off. He to brought coca. No, 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 he brought it liquor. back to the bar, and he said, "Oh, sorry, it was a mistake. I meant right. vodka soda." So he brought a vodka soda, and I, he showed me the bill. He goes, "He tipped him ten bucks." So why did you tip him ten bucks? Well, anyway, so it was a tough pour. It was forty four dollars, <laughs> right, for the two drinks, yes, and and Valdez felt so bad for him. Valdez actually, I didn't have any cash on me. Valdez said, "Here, here is forty bucks." Yeah, so he gave Heavy Metal Chris the forty. <laughs> Still paid him down
7: back. four. Yeah,
6: and then. Um, so it was 45 dollars I, I, I know you guys mentioned, but
7: who's Heavy Metal, Chris? He's the guy with long he's hair that comes guy. in here. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> looks okay. like he goes to a lot of heavy metal shows, which but he does. He, he, he basically he board ops stuff, or does yes. he also produce?
4: Yeah. Board op is a really deep voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice guy. Uh-huh.
7: Yeah. Is, he in,
5: is he in like six bands or something? Too, I don't or? know. Yeah. I don't know how many bands he's in. Is he a in? bass player? I'm Seems to sure. do a lot of
4: shows with Doc Walker. Every time I yeah. listen, it's Doc Walker with <laughs> Heavy Metal Chris. I got you. I
6: thought make, make sure you expense that.
3: My first thing on my list today.
6: Okay,
3: good. Yeah. I, C.K. said I could, so I'm sorry. 45
6: yeah. bucks for a drink. I said, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: But yeah, I, I mean, a
6: lot of... On stage, uh, I said, are we in Bethesda or Paris? No. <laughs> a lot of
4: uh, listeners that we've met over the years, but a lot that we haven't... Um, I think Team 980 had a big turnout. I know Drab said that he was stunned at how many people were like 980 people. Like I don't, you know, a lot. A lot of the the 980 regular callers were there. Mm-hmm. Um, big Tony, is that what he goes by? I'm not sure. Yeah, Doc Walker and Sheen and all those people seem to know Tony. Got yeah. you on know, Mike. He's a big Steelers fan. Yeah, yeah. he got, got on Mike. booed by some people. When I
7: heard him on Mike, here's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I somebody else is going to have to answer.
5: <laughs> hey, why am I seeing uh, Cody is tweeting that Lisa Ann was arrested at Radio City? What happened?
4: Uh, we're going to get into that later it's in the on program. The program line? Yeah. What yeah. happened? Mm-hmm. Hilarious! Big AD grab. Is that what it <laughs> I was?
7: Know. I think that's what Drab may have been theorizing. So, yeah,
4: it was a good time. Um I got yelled at at the beginning because I got there, and then I just was in the crowd just trying to, to, to glad hand. And I guess people didn't think that I was there. Mm. And all of a sudden, I saw, like, angry Grant Paulson come out and go, JP! <laughs> like, I'm just, like, talking to tables. Uh-huh. I was trying to make the rounds. I mean, there's, like, 500 people there. I
2: thought more people would be
4: outside, but everybody was backstage. Mm, yeah, yeah, we're pre-game.
2: Right? We're like we're it, before it, it, it was an eight o'clock start and eight o three. JP walks backstage, and then can't mm. believe everyone's like,
5: "Where are you? Where were you?"
2: Because <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes you know, they
5: like for those kind of things like to be a big reveal, right? Like you all of a sudden come out on stage. Yeah, but then you're did, not going to
2: really we, talk to the listeners. So I don't we know. Do it after, I, I we talked had, about had no idea he was there.
4: Right,
5: you everyone's do it waiting after. for him.
2: Well, That's I
4: what, walked in with. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I saw I saw a bunch of people when I walked in. Right.
6: Whatever. It's how you do? It. But it's, it's how it was you roll. good. He was schmoozing. Right. So Did I, some schmoozing I because was...
4: after the show, you know, people roll and right. you don't really get a chance. And then they were. I mean, the Bethesda Theater cleaned those tables like once they we wrapped up the on stage huh? portion. They, cool. they were cleaning go those they tables, there. There. Yeah. trying to get everybody out. They're of not there. Trying to linger there. <laughs> but jonathan allen came which was great yeah. people loved him yeah um he's always been great on this show it was cool right
6: Oh, mm-hmm. well, awesome it was a good time how was your trip my my trip was awesome
5: it was really special uh pain in the ass to drive i'm only two weeks into the spring
6: season and i'm already wiped out from the driving mm-hmm. um you got another one this weekend yeah <laughs> oh man no every weekend back to where Back to Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. So yesterday
5: week. we were, or Sunday or Saturday, whatever the hell day it was, we were in Ithaca because it was a rare deal where uh, Marist actually scrimmaged Cornell. Um, last scrimmage for the regular seasons. A lot of teams had their regular season start this weekend. We start next weekend. Um, it was just really, really cool. My daughter was there with a bunch of her teammates and friends, and they were kind of like traders because they were sitting, they were wearing all their Marist or their they Cornell gear, but they're sitting in the Marist section. <laughs> um, and uh, Stevie scored a great goal. Uh, we competed oh, cool. really well with Cornell, who's like number seven, number six, whatever it is in the preseason <laughs> rankings. Um, competed really well with them for a half. Then in the, but second half, they kind of pulled away. I mean, they're just, they're just a really, really good team. Um, but it, it was really special, really cool. Um, I had a great time. I don't know what to say. And then you got back uh, I got back yesterday. I, I got up at 4:30 to leave. I, that's kind of my bit. On Sunday, I get up at like 4:35 mm-hmm. and I just leave. Right. Um but I'm telling you, I don't know if it's my old age or just the lack of sleep during the week. It's getting harder and harder to to do this thing without like a don't sleep <laughs> and and you know, yeah, you need, mounds of coffee. Yeah, you need help. You need and that I, like, boost. Like when I was coming back on Sunday morning, I was like rolling the windows down. Uh, you know, it cranking the music. I was she actually nap smacking in later in the day. Face,
2: mm-hmm.
5: you know what I mean? No, it's weird because once you hit about ten o'clock or nine o'clock or whatever, it kind of gets behind you. You kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just all the caffeine I had.
4: Maybe you just didn't have an opportunity.
5: No, once I got home, I chilled.
4: I took I mean, a nap on Saturday. Saturday, I had swimming, wrestling, and I coached basketball. And when I got home, and there was a lot of back and forth in there when I got home took a nice little nap. Crash. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Um and then yesterday swim meet and I played some golf. Oh, you so did? no nap. Was that how what I stayed in most it of the day? It was cold when we played. It was warm, but then when the sun started coming down cuz we we got out there at 130, uh Uh-huh. And by the time it hit like 5 it started getting cold. cold. The sun started going down and, and by the last hold my hands did were didn't even
5: hit 50 yesterday. Like
4: uh, I think it was right around. Yeah. 50. I think it's I think supposed it to
5: be right around high 40s, low 50s. Yeah, maybe right? 50 today, but this it's going to get
6: warmer Thursday and Friday. Is it? 60s, 62, I think, on Thursday. You're
5: kidding. Warm. Well, my on buddy Thursday. said he wanted to play on Thursday, and I was like, Chance of know some it was showers, but I think it's
6: not going to be an all day rain, so that'll be a really good day. Oh, wow. All right.
7: Get got, after
5: it! I I've been swinging so much, my I got <clears throat> you know my forearms are killing me, so I'm trying to do all <laughs> these exercises. I did see, oh, like, see you like I did
7: see you like doing this with your flexing your left wrist when you walked in. Yeah, it's just like I you
5: know they say it's it's tennis slash golfer's elbow, whatever, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's and it's extending into my forearms. And I don't know. I think I'm just gonna to be saddled with this pain for the rest of my life. I, <laughs> it's never gonna go away. I guess I iced my golf is taking you just out. beat
7: it down with Advil,
5: brother. I guess I could. I iced my arms yesterday and this morning with endomami. I'd frozen endomami packs <laughs> on each uh, forearm. It's wow. kind of weird, yeah. but hey, if it works. Well, because you get, you know, when you put ice in a in like a glad bag or whatever, or, or whatever, huggy whatever the bags are called, ziplock, zip ziplock, and you zip it. You know, five minutes later, it's leaking all over you. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work well with me. <laughs> it's almost easier to do it with like peas or. You just need to buy some shrimp. nice packs. Yeah, I don't
6: have any nice packs. That's for sure. I got a couple of nice well, ones. Well, Saturday, Saturday sucked because I had to have an MRI. I yeah. can't believe what that. What did they with, say?
5: Do you got results yet?
6: Not yet. I have. I can't believe with technology that they can't make an MRI machine that's. Did you get it's claustrophobic? Silence.
7: silent. Did you stuff your whole big body in that tube?
6: I mean, they are so effing That's loud. Did you take a zanny before? No, I didn't. Did I you just... get super anxious while you were in there? Uh, I just, I mean, Did you I didn't open love your eyes? It. No, I closed my eyes the whole because time. Because that thing right there it I, is so... I kept my eyes closed, closed the entire entire time. It's so claustrophobic. You would hate Her it. You would hate it. It's very yeah. claustrophobic. But I can't believe that there aren't MRI machines that are just Quieter. <laughs> yeah. And I asked the guy, he goes, yeah, because they're they're working on it, but it's going to take longer. If longer than there that. are some that are quieter, but <laughs> yeah. you got to be in there longer. Nobody oh. wants that. you got to be in there 30, 35, 40 minutes. you have headphones on and
4: listen to music? No, I just put I'm not sure you're
5: in. allowed to. Are you allowed to listen? Yeah, to? they
4: give you music, at least at some of the places.
6: He just gave me earplugs.
4: Uh-huh. But did, I agree. I had the shoulder... Yeah. MRI before it and sucks. I got claustrophobic and I'm no, not usually claustrophobic. Well, that claustrophobic one truly there. feels like you're in your coffin. Yeah, you no, feel, no, I'm sure you feel in Those machines are two People million. People literally scream.
5: Two million dollars. Two
7: milli per. Yes.
5: yes. People scream. Ooh, Get me out of I here. I can't imagine yeah.
7: the copay for that blicky. I don't
5: know. <laughs> in fact, I would never it's do the be open gross. MRIs are kind of a scam too because they're just open a little bit on the sides. Yeah, they're not sure. really that no. open.
6: No, this one's completely closed. It's a tube. It sucks. So it's terrible. Yeah. I just want to get the F out of there.
4: Yeah. Don't you usually, though, get, I know you're saying you didn't get your results, but usually you can get initial results. It's mm. not like the official. Well, usually the that. radiologist will tell you something like, hey, nah. you got a torn ACL. No, they're not supposed to, but your doc can call. I know, but call. you usually can get it. Yeah. Your doc. I'll probably it, get it if you, if you, if you If you're diplomatic enough, you usually can get a, hey, what's up? Yeah. And they'll say, hey, this isn't official. You need to hear from your doctor, but I've seen a Uh, million of these. Yeah. Yeah, you you got a a nice guy.
6: They never told me, but you get your doctor call, you get the result. Yeah, but those, man, those machines, they are awful. All right, got a lot to
4: get into on the show today. Dan Quinn is putting together his staff. Uh, Chris Russell is going to join us coming up at 8 20, 9 20. Sam Fortier from the Washington Post is going to join us. He spent some time in Lubbock in 2017 learning all about Cliff Kingsbury. We'll tackle that next. The commanders have a new O.C. and a D.C. What do you think? You can call us at 800-636-1067 on
3: the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. We're the Junkies. Be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
0: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So over the weekend, Dan
4: Quinn hired himself some coordinators. Yeah. Haven't heard from Dan Quinn. They haven't done a presser. I don't know that they've today. announced. Oh, it yeah. is. 30. It is announced today. Yeah, this today. afternoon. So we'll have the official presser today. But Dan Quinn first hired the defensive coordinator Joe Witt Jr., who was with him in Dallas most recently. Interestingly, about Joe Witt Jr., he wasn't just a defensive coach. He was the passing game coordinator now
5: for the secondary, and it's for defense from like oh, a was? defensive yeah. perspective. Yeah, ah.
4: yeah. I didn't interpret it that way. Got thrown. got thrown. Yeah, you got yeah. Thrown yeah by he's that. a defensive guy. Yeah, i never heard that term that way.
5: There have been I've seen some other guys that have had that label too. I think it's a relatively recent one. I but was I was hoping he had been, some
4: offensive experience. No,
5: I think he's been working with Dan since 2020 in yeah. Atlanta. Yep. Um, I like it just on this side of the ball, just because there's two guys there. Obviously, Dan Quinn's got his own chops. Uh, he loves <laughs> this guy, Wit, because he's worked with him. And did you take two? St- you know, key defensive coaches from Dallas. Mm-hmm. You got to like definitely that. Definitely helps just
7: from that perspective alone. You love poaching from it, your division opponents. You,
5: you can quibble and say he's another Ron Rivera and he hasn't distinguished himself as a head coach. Okay. That's your opinion. That's fair. Um, but you can't really quibble with, I don't think with his defensive chops and I'm glad he's got wit to be sort of the D coordinator. So he doesn't have to get caught up in the weeds and all that. Um, but they're clearly on the same page uh, having worked together for several years, so from a defensive perspective, yeah, I don't it know. it makes sense. It, it makes sense, and, and there and I was like some it. thought
6: that Witt was going to be the defensive coordinator replacement for Quinn uh-huh, in right? Dallas. So Dallas
5: is frustrated.
6: Yep. Yeah. So because that was they're
5: like the Ravens. They they their their staff is getting picked
6: apart. But Witt was the. Uh, Passing game coordinator for Green Bay, passing game coordinator for Cleveland, and then he went to Atlanta. Like Which you said, we
5: clearly need help with. And then with.
6: Dallas. So he he was he's got some, you know, experience at that particular. Considering position. all of our, our, our secondary issues.
7: He can come in and help coach up Forbes, who clearly struggled as a rookie. Quan Martin showed some flashes toward the end of the season, but he's I th- got I some th- young pieces there to work with.
5: I thought in fairness, I thought that, that Forbes had moments too. I mean, he got torched early. Uh, by A.J. Brown, and that kind of like set the tone for this kind of negative look. But I thought at times Forbes played okay. The weird part is he wasn't playing that much. Right. He was getting benched for a while. Right, but then when he came back, I thought there were some days where he played okay.
4: So Joe Witt Jr., Follows Dan Quinn. He'll be the defensive coordinator for the Commanders. And then they get a big name on the offensive side. We put it up as the junkies poll of the day. Most people seem to like it. Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury is your offensive yeah, coordinator a shock here to me. for the Washington I mean, Commanders. He, was,
7: he looked like he was headed to the Raiders. Vegas Raiders. And, and negotiations fell apart. Yeah, he
5: something slammed happened. What's the break, been over Was mon- it over money? I
6: don't know. It Must
7: be. be. I'm I'm assuming, once he gets out of negotiations. I'm just going to assume that Washington came in with a better <laughs> offer.
4: Well, they Washington did say that
6: was, talks they, broke down. They said yeah. talks broke down. So or maybe he'd rather
4: means. work with the number two pick than with Aiden O'Connell or whatever the Raiders are going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. um There's some rumors the Raiders might end up with like Russell Wilson. um But Cliff Kingsbury, you can vote at Junks Radio. It's brought to you by Van Meter so, Holmes. 86% like it. He's so a far. big
6: name because when he, you know, he's in college, he's worked with a bunch of different quarterbacks. He was at Texas Tech and. He worked with Mahomes. Mahomes and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And he also worked, obviously, with Kyler Murray mm-hmm. since his rookie year. And the numbers got better with Kyler Murray until he got hurt. So yeah, they and, were, I mean, In the they middle were, of his tenure there, they were top 10. They were like 7th yeah. and 8th in offense. So he's a big name, and um, I think he'll be good with whatever quarterback
5: they draft. I think it's a nice combo. So for everyone that was kind of upset <clears throat> about bringing in like a mid-50s guy or whatever Quinn is. Mm -hmm. um to bring him in bring this old guy in there and then not have like this young innovative mind well you can say what you want about kingsbury's success as a head coach but he knows how to dial he's kind of that that
6: guy he's he's older than the guys who are in their Mm mid-30s but he's that sexy offensive mind you know the good looking dude that everyone wanted for the head coach yeah how much
4: influence will he have on the number two pick People immediately were like, Coach Caleb, are we going to trade up for Caleb?
7: They they are stockpiling Caleb fanboys in that front office because Spielman loves him, Mm -hmm. raves
4: about him. But Spielman's job should be done now with the commanders. Possibly. His job was to hire, and this is what he said on his podcast. Mm -hmm. I heard him say it on his podcast. Maybe it changed, but him and Myers are brought in to bring in the coach and the GM. GM. I
6: got him.
5: The job's done. But I'm going
7: to guess Harris is probably going to
4: still listen to him if he.
7: I think Myers is going to be longer
5: term. I don't know about Spielman.
4: Maybe I think he alluded to it. <laughs> I saw Myers on TV this weekend. No,
5: he's still going to do that, yeah. but he's still going to be a reference, I think, for them. Yeah. Well, um, the interesting thing is, and I'd like, be fine with that. The interesting thing is, I was listening to Combs' podcast as I was driving in again. It's kind of like my routine in the morning, and um, John pointed out, and I wasn't aware that they ran the same system at Carolina with Sam and with Drake May and he was going back and forth with one of the coaches over there, and they were like, yeah, the system's basically identical. Like, the air raid system sure that kind of stems yeah. from Mike Leach that Kingsbury learned from. This guy would, would would also learn from Kingsbury. They would sit in meetings together and everything. He's like, the system's very similar. You so see you've the... got the Caleb Williams connection, obviously, yeah. and you've got the Drake May connection.
4: Did you yeah. see the pictures of Drake May and Sam Howell? Yes,
5: at the Carolina game. Such a
4: stark difference in size. Yeah. And yeah. you
5: see Sam all in his phone. He's always <laughs> all in his phone.
2: You know, <laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, it was very cool. I think the biggest, you know, question a lot of times with guys like Kingsbury is does it fit with the defensive coach, right? Because the entire premise of the Mike Leach offense is tempo, tempo, tempo. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's very little pre-snap motion. It's get the, guy, the four wide receivers on the line with one running back, get them out there. And as soon as they're ready to snap, snap the ball. And Well, you would think Quinn would know what he's getting into. You, absolutely. And yeah. Kingsbury has had success. But one of the knocks against him is that teams always, once they kind of see it and get used to it, they kind of figure it out a little bit because there's not a lot of changes. It's, it's the same thing. They're just doing the same routes trio over mm-hmm. and over again. they are not trying to confuse anybody. You're just doing your thing and having the defense mm-hmm. to try to beat you.
6: Yeah, I think he – It'll be an improvement over Biennemi's offense.
5: Uh,
2: yeah, it has I mean, to be. Well, yeah,
6: probably. It has to be. See what kind of – talent they bring in but with yeah. kingsbury um you know he's and i don't think anybody's gonna race one, out there to hire him as a head coach like
5: he could even who? be kingsbury so if even oh, well, kingsbury he, has success people still have questions maybe about him as a head coach based
6: on what happened yeah, yeah and so i think he could be here for a well, couple years i will say i will say this kyler murray's tough to deal with for sure he's oh, very he's, he's yeah. very difficult to deal. <laughs> for
7: sure <laughs> seems like a bit of a head case.
6: but people were actually criticizing <laughs> usc's offense too though this year it wasn't I mean, yeah. as good as the year before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they they still scored a ton of points. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I always let's, feel let's like see.
4: that's Lincoln Riley's offense, though.
6: Well, I mean, Kingsbury was just kind of working with the quarterback. So yeah. you know, I don't think he was he wasn't the offensive coordinator. He was kind of working with mm-hmm. the quarterback. So who who knows how much input he had week to week on the on the uh, offensive game plan? But he's he's got a pretty good reputation as an offensive guy, and now it's just about bringing in you know, whatever quarterback at two, and then how are you going to surround them with you know, more weapons? I would assume they're going to put more I, weapons out there.
5: I wonder <clears throat> if this colors how people feel about the Quinn hire now. Now that you see the big three, this is their big three, right? Your OC, your DC, and your head coach. Sure. Do you like it a little more now? I, I would think you have to. I, I saw the results of your early poll and it was like overwhelming. People
4: really yeah. Kingsbury. And was like Kingsbury. That's like eighty-five percent. I put a poll up yesterday, before Kingsbury was hired. When you just heard the names Kingsbury and Chip Kelly, mm-hmm. and it was overwhelming in Kingsbury's column. Mm-hmm. Chip, I mean, Chip Kelly, man, that's like poison here. Apparently, nobody wants Chip yeah, Kelly. Funny, not coaches a big fan uh, of him.
5: coaches are very high on him. They of think he's like a genius.
6: Um, but I, I think the Kingsbury hire is probably about as good as you could do. Yeah. It's pretty good. Kingsbury's offense in Arizona for 4 years averaged about 25 a game. Right. What and did, it was what slowly did, what, get, what is the enemy
5: offense average? 18-19 in that range? Yeah, about yeah, I mean, around there. We'd win markedly more now, games. Now
6: Kingsbury had a quarterback that could, you know, certainly run, they can move the ball that way. They had Hopkins. No but, doubt.
4: That's what you wonder like he, Kingsbury at least
6: he recently, had something to do with that.
4: He worked with a dual threat quarterback. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's say Caleb goes number 1. mm mm-hmm. Mhm to Chicago and there's no trade. Mm-hmm. is Kingsbury going to prefer a Jaden Daniels type. Who's a dual threat or Drake may who is less of a, well, it's going to have to be
7: in tandem with Peters. It can't just be what the OC wants. Like You're it's right. going to be a group collective decision. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I, don't know but
5: I think it's interesting that he runs the exact same offense that Drake may ran in college. So did Sam. But I think everyone assumes that they're going to try to upgrade that with a little you know, more
4: talent. I feel like the tempo thing, though, Drab, correct me if I'm wrong. Like when Chip Kelly first came to the NFL, that was his thing. His first year was like crazy tempo. Mm-hmm. And then they, like they the NFL back. kind of the NFL <laughs> slowed everybody down by like making the referee go to the, the center and they, they like make sure everything's set. And you just don't see that tempo, that crazy tempo like you see in college football.
2: You you can't do it at the same speed as college football. It's still about getting your receiver. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins lined up in the same spot under Kingsbury 88% of the time. Okay, Mm -hmm. They're just getting to the line and and snapping the ball. a lot. I mean, not that he can't make adjustments. He just, Mm -hmm. they run a lot of that 10 personnel for wide receiver sets.
4: What I saw for the resume, you could look up the exact numbers, but that overall his three years in... Arizona. The offenses did get better, but they were kind of middle of the pack.
5: Well, it's the first and last season they were they were like in the twenties, yeah. but in the se- in the second and third they were like seventh and eighth. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. take it for what it's worth. Yeah, they um, were getting
6: better, no doubt.
5: I mean, and the last then, season then is when great. Kyler got hurt, he got right? hurt. so right. he's kind of, it was kind of over. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I was excited to hear it was a name that, frankly, wasn't on my radar. I don't know that I had an OC on my radar but when i saw that that deal fell through with the raiders mm-hmm. and one of our guys that's a, a really a loyal listener he is a huge raiders fan he said that uh it really wasn't about money kingsbury wanted to work with a young quarterback and that's what was attractive and about kingsbury also here.
7: seems like a guy who's like he's like perfect as an oc probably not as a head coach right, right. like I some think of the OC these guys just like they him. max out it coordinator, and they're not very good at head coach. right? And that's Maybe great that's for us. that's what he is.
5: So there's this whole narrative that if your offensive coordinator does well, he's just going to bolt. Right. There may not be a huge claim. I, I do think at some point they'll probably give him another shot if he's uber successful,
7: mm-hmm. but it probably won't be right away. And he got a three-year deal. Three-year yeah. deal here so, in DC.
4: And all the BNME backers I he like can find it. a job elsewhere. Sure. A lot of people were still saying, well, why is it BNME being considered for offensive coordinator? They wanted to move on. Yeah. No, because he just, sucked. They didn't want him. And I it's agree clear. With you. No, he sucked. But there's people a lot of people who get time, upset.
5: They have a hard time accepting that. Yeah. Our guys over in Ref the district, I don't know if he sent you the same info. He sent me some info because you know how I've said I think he should just go back to Colorado. Well, apparently he's had two coaching stints in Colorado. Okay. Once as the running backs coach, and then later he was the actually the OC in the early like 2010s or whatever it was. And his offense, just I don't have it right in front of me. It was something like, 112 out of 120 <laughs> and like 114 out of 120. Okay. Before he then Andy Reid saved him. Um, he's just not that great.
4: I think they're just, uh, they're, just there's, there's a listers and there were people there at the 1067 The Fan versus Team 980 live event that were bringing up BNME. Yeah. And, you know, I, I brought up the numbers all season long more than anyone. I was not uh, impressed by Eric B enemy but. I think they were just drawn by the story and the persona that he's been passed over so many times, and they just want to give him excuses like, well, look what he had to work with. And that's somewhat fair. Or they gave you the Jacoby Brissett argument. Look what happened when Jacoby mm. Brissett was under center.
6: There's a million it, ways to look. at You just have to get over it. He's all, He's gone correct. somewhere he's gone. else. He's gone. I personally don't
7: think he's actually <laughs> it. Out, out for year one year. Experiment. And it didn't sometimes, work out. Sometimes experiments fail. And he wasn't
6: the only reason it didn't work out. No, no. He was just part of it. Right, but it's got to move on. Yes, and I get my 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 One in a different my, direction.
7: EV, back, I
4: own this town. Case. <laughs> See, most
5: importantly, there is your back. I cannot be sharing my initials <laughs> with anybody anymore.
4: There are also some people that are upset that the Commanders didn't land Ben Johnson. We'll give you a little insight as to why Ben Johnson maybe didn't want to come to D.C.
0: Welcome back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Jugs come to you live on one hundred six seven, the fan and the team nine hundred and eighty in the DMV, where Dan Quinn will. Have a press conference later today as the Washington Commanders' new head coach. First head coach of the new ownership era. The bell of the ball, though, a week ago or two weeks ago was Ben Johnson. Everybody wanted Ben Johnson. Hmm. And Ben Johnson ultimately decided to stay in Detroit as the offensive coordinator. And there are some kind of behind-the-scenes reports as to why Ben Johnson may have decided to pull out, whether you believe him or not, there's conflicting reports. But according to kind of Ben Johnson's side, mm-hmm. he may have been turned off by the people that were interviewing him saying that they were basketball guys and he felt like they thought they were kind of know-it-alls mm-hmm. and he was somewhat turned off by that.
6: What's your classic he,
4: said, Obviously he talking said,
6: about. You know, Bob Myers and Magic yeah. and, I mean, Josh Harris owns the Sixers. They don't really get into why he felt that way, but.
5: I don't know. They're just slinging mud from both sides. They really are. Right, like, so I don't know what to make you of it. Yeah, it's hard.
4: It's hard to like. I literally don't know what to make of it. I saw Jason Reed. I think it was Jason <laughs> Reed. Uh-huh. Um, he was blaming he, the skins had, for leaking stuff. He had a tweet, and and I thought it did make logical sense. Like, it doesn't make logical sense for the commanders to be all about interviewing him a second time if they say he bombed the interview. Right.
5: Well, it was the second. Because interview. that's the
4: commander's side is, well, we didn't want Ben to bomb the interview. Yeah, well, well.
5: hold on. Can, didn't they say they wanted to meet him in person? The first interview was over Soon. Zoom, right? So I don't think it's crazy to think. Hey, we really like this guy. Yeah. Let's just give him the benefit. Give me the benefit of the doubt for a second. Yeah. We really like this guy. We don't really hit it off over Zoom. It was a little weird. Yeah. But we still want to meet him in person because he really is our top choice.
7: All right. Maybe he's more dynamic in person than Yeah. I mean, Zoom. it's not really fair. It's, it's possible. And that makes all the sense in the world. I but think But they, they've
4: painted him in a light that they didn't like him. I would tend to side probably with Ben Johnson's side. I don't know <laughs> because he did this last year. He pulled out. Mm-hmm. So he pulled out again. Mm-hmm. Um, he he just might be one of these guys that he 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 needs all the stars to align, and for whatever reason they didn't align for him.
6: And remember the the reports right. that he really wanted just the charger job, and they decided to go with Harbaugh. So maybe he right. just wasn't interested in any of those other positions.
7: Man, I was desperate for the Commanders to have the Lions on their schedule next season because that would that would have been good drama in theater. Oh, but they're yeah. not, mm-hmm. they're, not they're not on not the playing. schedule. Yeah. No, not in twenty twenty four at least.
6: But for whatever reason just you know what just wasn't meant to be yeah I don't know what to make of it yep. JP It wasn't meant to be
7: because both sides
5: are slamming each other I know everyone just assumes that Washington whiffed I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing that there was probably some some mutual
4: discomfort on both sides yeah, yeah.
5: I, I think there probably was
4: and let's say he didn't kill the interview part of that might have been it wasn't his first choice. If his first choice indeed was the Chargers, yeah, maybe he punted the interview. He's now he's like half heartedly doing the interviews. And he's got a good gig, he's making good money, doesn't mind going back to the Lions and trying to finish unfinished business.
6: Right. And maybe next year, like we've said, you know, there'll probably be another five or six openings and maybe one of those will attract him and he'll be set to, to finally move on. He was in no
7: rush to take the commander's gig. That's no. that is that's the one thing that's clear. Or hmm. the Seattle gig, yeah. either one.
6: Mm-hmm. He was fine. And you know where what? He is. You might have, you might have found a better guy anyway. Yep, that's so wait, definitely I'm looking possible. At it. True. You bypass all these young offensive geeks, wizards, <laughs> and you, now, you, but you've got a true, you know, leader who's been there before and can just have those guys rally around and Maybe you have a better head coach than you would have if you had Ben Johnson. It's possible.
7: And you still got an I uh, like the trio. Even though even though he's probably not your number 1 guy. you have a guy. relatively young OC now in Kingsbury. So I guess they like that setup better. Yeah. Well, listen, why do we want offensive guys?
5: We want offensive guys cuz I mean, we want to have some balance. But we want to throw the football. That's what this guy does. Which I Throws love the football. I don't care to the age.
7: football too. Huh?
5: Bennie threw the football he too. Did. He did. But there was uh, no balance. Yeah. Um, I think I heard the stats as I was driving in and I read it last night that there's this idea that, that Kingsbury doesn't run the ball either, but I think he finished like 10th, 11th, 9th, yeah, something like that. Yeah, there is like more that.
7: balance to his rushing. Yeah. years in rushing. So now, he doesn't ignore the run by game. having a rushing quarterback in Kyler sure. Murray. Or by the, or the way, he's that only that
4: seven years younger than Quinn. Yeah. It's not that big age gap like Quinn hired this 45. young offensive. Yeah, it's about 44, I think. Well, Quinn's yeah. our age. Yeah, he's yeah.
6: 53,
4: yeah. born in 70. And so he's, what, 45, 44, 44
6: I believe.
7: Yeah.
4: Perfect. Yeah, I have no problem with it. I like. I would have loved him to hire Tom Moore. <laughs> He's
5: still going <laughs> at it at 84. I am happy with the trio.
4: I will see nev- who the quarterbacks coach is. That's usually. I mean, you don't end up talking about it that much, but that's supposedly be a big deal for.
5: I think it is. The uh, quarterback room. Yeah, I think it's definitely a big deal. I don't know. I don't know if that guy Kavika was any good or not, but yeah. I. I think even the most ardent Skins haters have to say that even if you didn't like the Quinn hire, I think this mollifies you a little bit. This You're <clears> going to <throat> like it a little bit more now, that, that looking at this trio. We don't know much about Wit, but we just assume he and Quinn are I'm on the same page. I'm just going to trust that
6: Quinn made a good choice
5: there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's worked with them four straight years. Right, He knows them as well as anybody. They must be on the same page. Mm-hmm. We saw what they did innovatively. You know, moving Micah Parsons around, etc. We saw what they did. Where they, they took a guy like Bland to like lead the league and pick sixes. Um, Diggs, I thought before he got hurt, had really improved as a DB. So I don't know. I think it's pretty good. You just have I to like trust it.
6: that Dan Quinn knows what he's doing.
5: Do you like That's what you got to do? Do you like Dan Quinn better than Jack Del Rio at this point? Yes. And do you like uh, Kingsbury better than better than, Bien-Ami. than Bien-Ami. Yeah, the enemy? Yeah. The
6: answer is yes on both. Yes on both. And I consider Witt
5: and 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 Quinn kind of the same guy.
6: I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree, but I like yeah, I like both of those choices better. Yeah, I do too.
5: All right, let's let's go to the phones if you want to chime in six one hundred six seven. I got a few minutes here. Let's go to let's go to Ed Hartford. Ed, what's up, buddy?
8: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, um, last night was a great night for Washington Our fans. Cliff. Better than what we had. I'm sorry. I, I supported EB when he first got here. I thought he was going to do different things. I think a lot of people did, but it just didn't work out. Same and it's work. new ownership, new coach, and they, they knew that we had to go a different route. I like Joe Witt, too, because he worked with Dallas's defense under Joe, uh, under Dan Quinn. And like you guys said, I think they are just on the same page. They know they have pieces here. Maybe they can change, you know, or help Emmanuel Forbes and – I know people hate this other name, but Benjamin St. Juice. Maybe they can help them become something. I like St. Juice. And, and 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 I think this is the other thing I heard. I think Albert Breer said over the week, and I'm not sure if you guys said said this already. The reason Cliff pulled out was because the Raiders were offering him a two year, and he wanted three years. So he came to Washington and got his three years that he wanted, which I, you know, which I guess for him feels more secure. So that's why he pulled out of Oakland, which is what Albert Breer said. And then seconds after that, as you guys saw, he became the leading candidate to Washington, which he had already pretty much interviewed for. But, I, again, I'm happy with all these things. I know a lot of people don't like Dan Quinn, or some people think it's a retread. But the difference between Dan Quinn and Ron is Dan Quinn doesn't look checked out. He just has more energy on he the sideline. He looks fired it's up. Like Robert Breer, Totally. Yeah, Robert Breer was taking naps on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. So... So, thanks for taking my call, but I love these moves, guys, and I think we're heading in the right direction regardless
4: of what happens this year. Yep. All right. I if you want to weigh in, you can call us at 800 636 1067 on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. We're the junkies. Coming back with more.
0: Okay. Picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.